Welcome one and welcome all to another episode of He Is No Expert. I am he, he is me. I am your host, the one and the only D.L. Snowden. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our loyal listeners for listening, tuning in, telling a friend, going to our Instagram page and doing all the things that you've done to make this show all that it is. I cannot thank you enough and I'm so appreciative for you. The question we tackle in this episode is this, have you finished? the work. Let's get into it. Have you ever started a task, an assignment, a project, and you just, for one reason or the other, were not able to complete it? Then you moved on to something else because, well, that's the manner of life that life does go on. But you couldn't seem to shake the thing you had not finished. It kept bubbling up in your mind, in your idle moments, in your times where you were sitting quietly with nothing to do. Well, there's a name for that. And I've been through it myself. Some years ago when I was a teenager... And TV went off. (laughs) Uh, I was the president of a group in school called the Campus Club. The Campus Club was a Bible club where Christian students would gather together after school. And we would pray. We would sit at the Bible. uh, We even formed a choir. We would sing at various churches and venues throughout our community. Well, before I became president of that organization, a young man by the name of Philip Deal who came from a family of ministers and musicians, said to me during his presidency, um, before I became president, that I would preach one day. Now, I love church. I've been going to church all my life, of course, because I was raised in a household where you got up on Sunday and church was your definitive destination. So I kind of laughed it off and said, Phil, hey, look, I love, you know, working with the Bible Club. And, of course, I was the heir apparent to his presidency at that point. But I was like, I'm preaching. I don't know. So Philip graduated his senior year. There was a vote, and I became president of the uh, Bible Club. And his words resonated with me. Well, that summer, I'm at home, you know, watching TV, you know, around the house, not doing much of anything. And I get a call from a gentleman. Hello, can I speak to Dante Snowden? Well, hello, this is Dante Snowden. Hello, this is Reverend Henry Appleby. Well, hello, Reverend Appleby. Um, How can I help you? Well, we're having a youth conference, and uh, I hear that you preach. I said, you do? He said, yeah. Um, And we'd like for you to speak for our youth conference. I said, you would. He said, yes, I would. Um, I said, excuse me, sir, can I ask you one question? He said, go right ahead. I said, where did you get my name? He said, I got it from a young man by the name of Philip Deal. And in that moment, words uh, the words that Philip had said about me preaching, well, I guess they had come true. I begrudgingly accepted the assignment. Fast forward that summer before the event came, I was headed to New Jersey. I want to say Whiting, New Jersey, but again, I'm not absolutely sure, to a youth conference where uh, a minister who I adore, uh, who has transitioned from this life to the next, spoke, and her name was Dr. Reverend Dr. Kathy Brown. 
part of the African Methodist, great African Methodist Episcopal Zion Church. Um, and she did a message there uh, that used the title of LL Cool J song, Doing It and Doing It Well. Of course, she talked about the parable of the talents and how we should take the resources and talents that God had given us and use them to our best ability or do well with them. Uh, I had the speaking engagement coming up. That message, that sermon by Dr. Kathy Brown was very impactful to me. And I'm going to tell you in all honesty, I stole it. I took it, reworded it a little bit, and went to Reverend Appleby's church upon the assignment that had been given. And it was an outdoor event. It was, I know, well into the mid to upper 80s that day. They had, you know, an awning above a flatbed where they had a mic and audio system set up. It finally came time for me to go up there. My mouth was as dry as could be. And I stood before a congregation of a couple dozen kids and adults who were looking and listening to what I had to say. And I regurgitated to the best of my ability, stumbled through, used filler words like, mm, um, like, and so forth through Reverend Dr. Kathy Brown's sermon, doing it and doing it well. I received, a, you know, a vague applause thereafter. I left the stage and I went directly to my grandmother's white Cadillac and I laid on the red leather seats with the windows up, exhausted, and just over the moment thereafter. After that occasion, I ended up going into the ministry and then left it during my college career. I'd probably say uh, about my junior year, I stopped doing public ministry, as it were. Uh, stopped attending church regularly and all that. And I will say since that time, I'm 40 now, it has continually nagged at my spirit that I've not finished the work that is before me. Now, there is a psychological phenomenon called the, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Z-E-I-G-I-R-N-I-K, Zygernik Effect. Uh, is how it's pronounced. There was a Lithuanian-Russian psychologist by the name of Bluma Zygernik who came up with his philosophy after sitting at a restaurant that basically said uh, waiters who had finished out an order and the, the people at that particular table had paid would easily forget what the order was and all that. But they kept a more readily available memory of those who had not quite paid, where, again, the table had not completed the full transaction. The same thing is true for us. Seemingly, when we don't finish that task at home, we don't finish that endeavor that we began, it will continually, on average, bubble up in our minds and our memories and our dreams and in our quiet, idle moments. So what is your thing? What is the thing that you began and you were going strong in and you were doing and you were active in? And for whatever the reason it was, you stopped. For me, I started having children out of wedlock. And because of that, that went against the stance I took as a minister in the Christian church. So I respected God enough and the church enough to sit my black tail down until I got it together. But at this point in my life, I've had all the children I'm going to have 
in or out of wedlock, and I have a desire to finish the task. I know that there are some things that I have not completed and I need to do in a public forum. But for you, that may be something around the house. That may be an entrepreneurial endeavor. That may be any number and multitude of things. But you know what that thing is that you've not completed. That is allowing you to go through the Zygernik effect. Where you're like, man, what would have happened if? Huh? What if I had completed the task? What if I would go back and get my degree and finish my degree? What if I would really have started that particular business or endeavor? What if I had made amends with my brother or my sister, etc.? Whatever the IT that it is for you, strongly consider today going and completing that task, going and attempting to do the work. Now, some negative ways in which the Zygarnik effect of not finishing a task uh, work against us is that that thing does continue to bubble up in our minds. And unfortunately, in relationships, some people move on and they don't want to talk to us. They don't want the closure that we may desire because we didn't finish that particular cycle or co- have closure for that relationship. But other person said, look, you've done enough to me where well, I'm ready to move on. And I'm not going to look back because you're not turning me into a pillar of salt. But the good ways in which the Zagarinic effect works is this. If you're writing an email, one of the ways that you can get and draw more interest in it is to use ellipsis at the end of the subject line. That leads the receiver or recipient of that particular email to say, hey, there's more to read in there. And it opens and piques their curiosity and gives you a greater probability of them reading your particular communication. With that being said, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the Zagarnik effect are there. But the question I have for you is simply this. Will you take time, no matter how young, old, or otherwise that you are, to finish the task that you know you need to finish? And the amazing thing about that is you know exactly what it is, and more than likely, you know what you need to do to begin it. So stop saying you don't have the time, you can't do it, you're too busy, whatever the excuse is. We know that excuses are bricks that build monuments of nothingness. So stop it and do the work of completing the task today. For me, that is taking time. I've been doing Bible study with my family. And now I'm going to find a church. I've been, you know, going and visiting various churches, but find a consistent church home and do my part to get involved in active public ministry because that's my assignment and it's past time that I do it. As always, I love you on purpose and I hope you continue to find meaningfulness from this podcast. And maybe, just maybe, by the work that I'm doing here, somebody might be compelled to make their life a little better on purpose. Thank you for listening. This has been He Is No Expert. So what you may ask is the catalyst for this episode. Well, about a week ago, Reverend Henry Appleby, which I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, was traveling on Highway 64 in Virginia. There was a trailer partially in the way of his lane across lanes and he got out to see what's going on and upon getting out he was struck and sadly died from his 
injuries. He was 70 years old, and his work, his assignment on this earth is now complete. So in honor of him, again, my assignment bubbled back up to the surface. The man who gave me a platform, what I didn't think I could, didn't think I would, didn't even think I should, speak before people about God and faith is now no longer here on this earth. And it's time for me to finish the assignment. Maybe for you, you and you, it isn't the death of someone. Maybe it has just been long enough of you sitting on your hands, or as my grandfather would say, sitting on your stool of do-nothing concerning the thing you know you need to complete. The homework for this episode is to begin that work. In the book of Habakkuk, it says it this way, write the vision and make it plain. Write down what you want to do. Write down how you're going to do it. And as you do that, begin the work immediately. Don't wait for funding. Don't wait for a co-signer. Write down the plan and begin doing something toward that goal. And don't stop until the assignment is done. Reverend Appleby, thank you for your life. Thank you for your service. And thank you for compelling me to finish the assignment. Be well and let's do what we said we were going to do. Let's finish the work.